attention on Him. You know, in a, in a real way, in a life-giving way, in a way just like this room is full of oxygen, the Spirit of God is here with us and in us. Jesus, we set our eyes on You. Thank You that You love us. Thank You for being with us. Thank You that You'll never leave us. You are our source of life. You are our righteousness. You are our wisdom. In you is our acceptance with the Father. We give you all credit for our salvation. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You know, I was just, today we celebrate communion. And, you know, I think, I think all worship should be, should have that communion element in there where you're remembering what Jesus did for you, where it's not you trying to impress God with what you've done or you trying to convince God how sorry you are for what you haven't done. You know, all the things that we've, how we turn the attention on ourselves rather than putting the attention on Him. When you put attention on Him in proper perspective, that is the catalyst of transformation. When you see the truth in who He is, that truth comes alive inside of you and you can live within that truth. So it's all about believing on Him, who He is. But I was thinking about the old covenant system. For hundreds of years, the Levitical priesthood system was in place and they would bring the different sacrifices and the one time a year, they would, bring, they would have the Day of Atonement, Yom Kippur. And the priest would examine the goats to see if they were acceptable to be sacrificed for the sin of Israel. And we know that, right? I mean, we say this often in here, but we, must, we have to reassure our hearts where we stand with God and why we stand there. It's because Jesus is our sufficiency. Amen? All the areas in your life that you're trying to experience transformation, you have to realize Christ has already lived through that as a human and you can participate in what he gained victory over. So the priest would examine the lamb and ceremoniously take the sins of Israel and put them on the goat and commit the sacrifice. And you know, I always wondered why. I didn't really even understand it. Even in my early days of Christianity, I didn't understand why does God need blood? Why sacrifice? Why death? Why did Jesus have to die? But then you understand that life is in the blood. And it's not about an angry pagan God needing to avenge sin because he's thirsty for blood. You know, it's like we have this picture of God like he's angry and he needed to kill somebody because of his wrath. And it's like, no, life had to be exchanged because we let death come in this earth and it took root within us. And death needed to be conquered as a human. Death was separating us from God. The sin that we let reign in this earth and in our bodies was separating us from God. It's like dark and light. You know, if, if you kind of let go of the religious thinking of right and wrong and think of it more in terms of dark and light, we were dark. We were dead. We were separated from the source of life. And only a human, because human had authority over this world, over this dimension, could set it back right. So God laid down his divinity. 
Jesus prayed it in John 17. He said, all right, I'm ready to take back up the glory that I had before I was here. That signifies he laid down his divinity. Now, he was God in the flesh. I'm not taking anything away from who Jesus is. But when he was here, he was limited in all ways like we are, yet without sin. That is so powerful. That means he's already lived your victory on your behalf. He has taken you from dark to light. He has taken you from death to life. And that's where real transformation happens. That has to be how we see what Jesus accomplished on the cross. And so when we take communion, we remember the bread represents the body. Sickness, disease, all the effects of death manifest in his body. The curse of being cut off from God manifests in his body. And then because his life was perfect, because his blood was perfect, it bridged that gap between dark humanity and perfect divinity. The blood of Jesus made a way for humans to be eternal and to be light and to be connected to the life source. Not in our own efforts, not in our own strength, but because of a recreation, a new creation that happens inside of us when we get His Spirit living within us. Honestly, it's like, it's pretty easy to understand the gospel, but it takes your entire life to figure out how to actually live in the effects of it, right? Because we're so carnally minded, we're so works minded that we forget that your only hope of transformation is living in that new life that's in you. And you can't think of it in terms of rationality and, you know, logic in terms of the way this world works. You have to, and it's not that you have to be mystical and float on a cloud to figure it out. It's just, it's the way of life. There is a way of life, a way of thinking that is life-giving because the Spirit of God is in you, bringing life to your mind influencing your beliefs, influencing the way you think because you have been delivered from darkness translated into light. You, it's like you've been taken out of a dead, like a, like a plant, right? That has soil with no nutrients and it's just dead. You've been taken out of that and placed in the, this most perfect soil so that you can thrive. That's what happens to you. You don't work your way into the kingdom. You don't work to stay in there. You just dig your roots deeper into the life that God has placed within you. So when you take these elements and they're in this next song, just make it personal. Father, we give you our hearts. Teach us the effects of the gospel. Help us to think in agreement with you so that we are spiritually minded, that we are life-minded that our faith is holy in you, Jesus. Just thank him for a minute. We are incredibly grateful, Jesus, for what you did. Your body became cursed on my behalf. All the effects of sin manifest in your body, and you took it to the grave and conquered it. You have delivered us from death. You have delivered us from the power of sin. You have given us your righteousness and 
you continually supply life to our hearts and our minds so that we can live in this new way. I trust, Lord, that you are speaking to me. I trust that you are transforming me, that you are leading me and you are guiding me. All I do is I acknowledge you. I keep your ways in my heart. All things are possible. That's my way of thinking now. Not for selfish gain, but so that we would be the most healthy, whole, fruit-bearing vine branch in this earth. Thank you, Lord. We thank you, Jesus, for your blood. That life that was exchanged. You became death so that we could have your life. You became sin so that we could be righteous. You were cut off from God in the grave so we could be reconnected to the source of life eternally. We remember these things as we celebrate communion today, Father. Thank you, Lord. If you've never taken communion with us, just during this next song, make your way up, take a piece of bread, dip it in the juice, go back to your seat and just personalize it for a minute. Just bring these things alive in your heart and, and just see that life flowing through you, that righteousness that resides within you, that is shaping you and transforming you and teaching you how to live how you have strived to live your entire life. Amen.